I'm Alex Kappelman. This is The Decision, the podcast where people try to convince me to finally abandon the Knicks and become a fan of their favorite team. This is episode 11, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, representing the Cavs today is Lori Mazur. Uh, she is a lifelong Cleveland sports fan and uh, my friend's mom. Uh, so we're just going to get right to it. Cleveland Cavaliers. I was born in Cleveland back in the 50s. Cleveland Indians, I think the last time they had won a pennant was sometime in the late 40s before I was born. My, uh, I, I was my father's child. We shared Cleveland Indians games together, and uh, I got used to a lot of heartbreak for a lot of years. Uh, as an adult, I had moved to New York City for a while, and by a fluke, I ended up back in Cleveland. Cavaliers still hadn't taken off, and then one day it was announced that this kid from uh, uh, an Akron high school who was a phenom was coming to the Cavaliers, and it got everybody's attention, and it's been a fascinating story ever since then, and I am an avid fan. Oh, cool. Okay, so obviously when we talk about the Cavaliers, we got to talk about LeBron James, like arguably, you know, the greatest player of all time, you know, arguably, um, emphasis on arguably. Um, what is it like to be able to watch LeBron James and say, this guy is my guy? You know, it's on so many levels. First of all, in terms of basketball, yeah, I mean, the skill, his abilities, I mean, he's he's been a true phenom. The way he sees the court is part of the drama of the game for me. You, you can actually watch his brilliance in playing the game. And then on another level, it's, you know, LeBron James, he is a superstar, but he doesn't behave like a superstar. He brings people together. You know, he started here. He broke our hearts. He went off to Miami. He grew up. He was able to be part of a team that won some championships. And then he returned home. And when he returned home, it wasn't just to bring uh, his abilities to the Cavaliers, but it was also to the community itself. And an example of one of the impressive things that he does in the community, I think it's public knowledge that he is very involved with the city of Akron schools um, where he grew up. And he has had a program for several years now. We're starting an elementary school. Kids, um, if they qualify, there are certain standards they have to meet. They have to show up every day for school. They have to maintain certain grade levels. And if they do, when they graduate high school, he has a fund that will pay their college tuition 100%. Wait, and for, a for side, every single student in Akron? For, for the kids. Well, there, there's certain Akron City schools. Okay. So no, it's okay. not all. But, but it's, a, but Still, it's a, a large number, and I don't know the exact number. Wow. So in support of, the, of, of, of this community effort, and God forbid a kid doesn't show up from, for school one day, he has actually called kids at home himself. Wow. And said, hey, this is LeBron James. Why aren't you at school? Oh, my God. That's crazy. I love that story. That's, I mean, that makes me like LeBron a lot, I will say. Um, but obviously he's not the only person on the court. Um, the the kind of, you know, the second fiddle, um, you know, who also was, you know, kind of amazing was Kyrie Irving, who, you know, was traded to the Celtics um, this summer. Um, but 
you know, you guys got um, Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder. Uh, and I don't know, like, how do you feel about your, your chances without Kyrie? Well, we're going to have a reformulated team. We've got some issues with injuries. Isaiah Thomas, um, J.R. Smith is out with a sprain right now. He's key to, you know, the three-point game. But, but I think we're just going to see a new team. I think it's kind of up for grabs what this fin- final formulation of the team is going to be, and we're going to watch it evolve over the season. But I, I guess what I want to say is there's a lot of I don't know, yeah, but a lot of good faith that, that, that they're going to be able to you know, be contenders in, in new ways this year. Right, right. Okay, so so that's on the court. Um, off the court, like, you know, you, you mentioned LeBron just seems to be kind of a good dude who wants to give back to his community. Um, like, what other fun stuff could I expect uh, while watching the Cavs? Like, what's the off-the-court experience like? Well, the fan base is spectacular. Really? Even though they burned, they literally burned LeBron's jersey when he left? Like, that was not a good look. Well, our hearts were broken. We, we loved him. We, we were all in love with him. The day that, that, that I heard that, uh, and it was really prior to LeBron James's announcement that he was going to, as he said, take his talents to uh, Miami, uh, there, there had been a lot of background noise about how uh, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, were going to formulate uh, a team that could go all the way. And I remember where I was the day I heard that Chris Bosh had said he was signing with Miami. And I looked at my friend and I said, LeBron is leaving. They're, they're, they're putting their team together. And the, the reaction, I mean, we're, we are an emotional uh, sports town here. You know, we're, we're, we, we've, we, we've been a city that people have written articles about. You know, we have low self-esteem. So when... When we had that opportunity to get behind the potential championship, man, that was so exciting. He broke our hearts. You know, I went into mourning. Other people burned jerseys. But when he came back, and particularly Dan Gilbert, who swallowed his pride and not only welcomed him back, but put his money where his mouth was, always forgiven. And, you know, you can't argue with what LeBron James has done in creating a championship team. You know, that, that that's a whole new feel for Cleveland. We got to be champions, finally. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we love them. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, does the fan base, you know, what, how, how would people react to me jumping on, on the bandwagon, given that history? We would embrace you wholeheartedly. <laughs> you know... One, Says the Jewish mother. <laughs> well... Yeah, but but we got a lot of Jewish mothers here, and even some of the Jewish mothers aren't Jewish. I mean, wait, how, how big? Is, wait, hold on, time out. How big is the Jewish community in Cleveland? Uh, you know, it's one of the the larger ones. Um, I would say we're like the fifth or sixth largest Jewish community really? in the country. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty large population. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, you know, would you, if, if I came, if I came on board and I visited Cleveland for a game, would you uh, take me to shul and, and introduce me uh, to the rabbi who can like, you know, deem my fandom kosher? Oh, we, we, we've got several rabbis in Cleveland who, you know, we, uh, 
we, we, we do mishabayruchs for the team, you know, when, when it's appropriate. I'm not quite that so Jewish. We, we, I don't even know what that is. is that, <laughs> we we, 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 we pray for their success. I take it you've never been to Cleveland, right? No, unfortunately not. You know, I think if we took a poll of um, lifelong New Yorkers, they don't really, they, they don't even have Cleveland on their radar screen as a place to visit. And it, I, I had lived in New York City for 15 years, and I definitely uh, knew what that felt like, where people would say, oh, you're from Cleveland. You know, how many cows do you have? I'll always remember that. Wait, that really happened? It did. Wow. Or just like inappropriate questions of, you know, how many acres or... Like, you know, we all, we're, we're all living on the farm here. Um, Cleveland is, uh, and, and it's always, it was always an attraction for me and raising my children here, that we have very strong family values. We have a very diverse community, both ethnically, racially, religiously, all of that. Um, it's a very livable city. We have what uh, many have said is uh, the number one uh, orchestra in the world. Hmm. Um, A lot of experts have pointed that out. We have this world-class art museum. Yeah, we've got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, we've got other kinds of things. And this is a city that really is in the midst of a very dynamic turnaround. And as Clevelanders, particularly those of us who are born and bred, we take a lot of pride in that. So, and, and, and one of the things, you know, sort of getting back to the, the sports part of it is, you know, our self-esteem is so much tied to our sports teams. So, you know, if you are a sports buff, this is a great city to be in. We've won a championship. I can't even say we've won championships, plural, in recent history. But we, we just have wonderful stories, particularly with, with uh, both our basketball and our baseball. We're going to take a, a real quick break, um, and then uh, Lori's going to give me her final pitch for the Cavs. This is Aggie Kappelman recording from Brooklyn. The decision is sponsored by Alex's Twitter feed. The best way to support the show is to follow Alex on Twitter, at Alex Kappelman. Back to the show. Did I sound lame? No, no, it sounded great. It sounded great. Okay. <laughs> love you, sweetie. Right, love you, too. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. So here's where I'm at. Um, I, I kind of like the idea of going to a city like Cleveland. It's like an underdog city that now has, you know, like this basketball following. Um, I like that. Um, I like the fact that LeBron is super outspoken and, and passionate about helping his community. Those are huge pluses for me. Um, here's, here's my one thing. Like, LeBron James could be gone next year. And if that happens... I'm still a Cavs fan, but then there's like spare parts and the Cavs are going to enter a rebuilding phase. So what's like, what can you say to, 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 to bring me in, uh, and, and lock me in as a Cavs fan? Okay. All right. So first of all, you have been a Knicks fan for 17 years. You've been a disappointed fan. Your heart's been broken. It's like, you know, you don't see the rebuilding. Now you're looking for a new team. If anybody understands that kind of pain, Clevelanders know it. So we can definitely help you out with that one. 
Um, I think secondly, I will argue that this year we do have a reformulated team. And I think it's going to be an exciting year uh, that where the, where the Cavs are kind of, you know, they're, they're rebuilding. They're starting to bring in some new blood, admittedly. Some of the new blood is going to age out in short order. <laughs> but, you know, LeBron James is so much a part of this organization, as well as Tyron Lue and Dan Gilbert, who's made business commitments here in Cleveland as well. You know, they're all in it for the long haul. And I I'm, I'm, I'm feel high confidence that this isn't about just this year. We're going to get to the playoffs this year. And it's going to be an interesting story from the beginning of the season down to the end as we figure out who the key players are and who we stick with. But I believe we are building for, for the long term. And I would hope, but I also believe that LeBron James is going to be a part of that. He's, he's too committed to this area of the world. I think the Cavaliers should be your team, not just for this year, but going forward. Come to town. Get to a game. I'll give you a tour of the city of Cleveland. I will show you this beautiful hidden gem here in our country. And we'll go to some great restaurants. And then I will be happy to make you the best bowl of chicken soup you have ever eaten. <laughs> oh, man, that's that. Like having a Jewish mother cook me chicken soup is everything I could ever want in a basketball team. Uh, Lori Mazer is a lifelong Cleveland sports fan and uh, my friend's mom. Lori, thank you for, uh, for coming on and, and talking to me about the Cavs. This is great, Alex. Come to Cleveland. Be a Cavs fan. The Decision is produced by me. Original music from Louis Stein, Alessio Romano, and Scott Kappelman, my little bro. There's going to be five new episodes of this show every weekday until Tuesday, October 17th, when the final episode is released. Until then, follow me on Twitter, at Alex Kappelman.